Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. My esteemed co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, is with us. We'll bring Kathy on in just a second. And between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. You know, we always try to bring you some cutting-edge information, experts who can add to your performance, performance of your team, performance of your organization. Today, we're really excited to have Craig Dunleavy. He's from Corn Ferry International. Let me tell you a little bit about Craig. And since their inception, clients have trusted Corn Ferry to help them recruit world-class leadership talent. Building on this heritage today, they are a single source for a wide variety of leadership and talent consulting services. From nearly 80 offices in 40 countries, they assist organizations in attracting, engaging, developing, and retaining their people. Services range from executive recruitment to leadership development programs to enterprise learning, succession planning, and, and recruitment, and outsourcing. More organizations around the world today trust Corn Ferry to manage their talent, uh, a responsibility they take seriously, and to work every day to meet with unsurpassed integrity and results. So Craig Dunleavy is a senior partner and top performer in the talent business side of Corn Ferry. So we're really excited to have Craig share his wisdom, his experience. He has over 25 years of insight on the secret of sourcing top talent for top firms around the world. But before we bring uh, Craig on, let me just say a word. If, if you don't know about uh, Kathy Greenberg, I'll, I'll let you know. Most of our audience, we've been doing this now five years, should know that the Kathy Greenberg coaches leading executives and entire companies. She has a proven method called happiness equals profit for work-life strategies. Kathy has been named the first lady of happiness by ABC TV. Uh, Dr. Greenberg has authored multiple popular books on the science of happiness. Some of them include What Happy Companies Know, her latest number one bestseller, What Happy Working Mothers Know, and she's working on a whole Fearless Leaders uh, series that we talked about in one of our past shows, so she's busily uh, wrapping that up. And she touches millions as a much-in-demand speaker, TV, radio, and media personality. She has her renowned consultancy, Happy Companies, Healthy People. And Kathy actively supports research on the subjects of offering friendly tips and tools to be at your best at home. She's on the ABC TV show, The Morning Blend. Kathy just came out with a new free iPhone app called Your Happiness Now. So you go to iTunes and you go to your app store and you type in Your Happiness Now for free and you can uh, grab that. Kathy and I share our website if you want to know more about us and some of our programs, how we take a lot of this and integrate this for you at xcelinstitute.com. Kathy, welcome. Thanks, Relly. I'm very excited today to have a long relationship uh, with you. Uh, Obviously, we've been doing this for some time. I'm very excited about the fact that we've been doing this for a while now. But I'm also excited about the idea that I'm going to have a longtime friend and associate, Craig Dunleavy, join us from Corn Ferry International. And, uh, of course, you know, before we bring Craig on, I'd like the audience to know a little bit about you. 
uh, for those of you who don't know Dr. Relly Nadler, he is a master level certified executive coach. He is a psychologist, a corporate leadership and team trainer. And Dr. Nadler brings his legendary expertise and emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and development programs. And Dr. Nadler's newest top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across industries and, of course, to develop yourself. His highly respected work is the focus of countless business journals, blogs, and online news features, and his programs are a mainstay at leading Fortune 500 companies. You can visit him at truenorthleadership.com for free downloads to access your best performance through emotional intelligence, including his free iPhone app, Leadership Keys, which is also available at the Apple Store. And, of course, Relly and I share a website where you can find both of us and both of our uh, myriad of tools and uh, performance uh, updates on what's going on in the community called ExcelInstitute.com. As Relly said, that's X. CEL, Excellence Coaching Executive Leaders, and um, certainly we invite you to go there for lots of free stuff, tips and tools. And uh, Relly, I think you also said earlier um, in one of our prior shows that by going to the ExcelInstitute.com website, people can opt in and get free reminders about our shows and what their their uh, topics are on a regular basis. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, if you just go to um, ExcelInstitute.com and you type in your name and email, then you're part of the mailing list. And then each week we send you uh, leadership development news, new guests, a little bio of, of the person that we're having. And then it also allows you uh, in that email um, to just click on it and go right to the recording. And then you know in the recording you can download it on your iPhone or, or a smartphone. You can also access any of these on iTunes. If you go to iTunes and podcast and type in leadership development news every, every week, it'll roll in. So there's many ways to uh, hear some of this information. Well, thanks, Relly. You know, that's very helpful and uh, certainly appreciate the opportunity to have a one-stop shop for all kinds of great tips and tools. You know, one of the things that you and I um, have been blessed with is uh, the fortunate opportunity to share our perspectives, uh, your sweet spot on emotional intelligence and mine on well-being, happiness, and positive psychology for some time now. But I'm not sure if everybody in the audience really understands why we do this and what the profound impacts of combining those two sciences really mean for our industry. So maybe you could talk a little bit about why we do the show and, and what is going on in the emotional intelligence industry that's really important for both leaders sure. and coaches to understand. Well, thanks, Kathy. And I know, Craig, you'll, you'll be able to speak to some of these things because <clears throat> that's what Corn Ferry is looking at. Forty percent of organizations today are experiencing a significant gap in the, the number of skilled and trained leaders available for new opportunities. So there is a... Uh, as Kathy and I like to call it, is a brain drain. There's less new people coming in to fill these positions. One, we lost 8 million jobs because of the Great Recession. Two, the baby boomers between 55 and 65 are, are leaving. Uh, there'll be a shortfall of about a, a 10 million workers. And then the folks who are going to fill those positions are the Gen X, Gen Y, and has been documented that they have less uh, emotional intelligence, and not drastically, but, but less, because for every hour that they're in front of their screen, they're not in front of a person dealing with conflict, uh, refining their communication. So these skills are that we're talking about between positive psychology and 
and research and happiness and all the competencies of emotional intelligence are the critical differentiator. Sometimes we call them the tipping point. If you want to tip, move into the top 10% where you're going to be a lot more valuable to your team, a couple of these things that you hear on our show can make the uh, big difference. And we look at what is a top performer, typically how smart they are, their techno expertise, these aspects of all these leadership competencies in emotional intelligence and other models are the key reasons that someone's going to move up. We'll have Craig give his expertise from Corn Ferry. And the good news, Kathy, is that we can raise our emotional intelligence just like our, our happiness. And so it's always good to hear about the uh, set point in regards to happiness. You know, one of the things, really, that um, we are really excited about in the world of uh, positive psychology, optimism, and happiness is the fact that, uh, as you state, uh, there is a set point, and it is uh, kind of a genetic pre-programming. Some of us are a glass half empty. Some of us are a glass half full by predisposition. And that set point that you refer to has quite a bit of elasticity. So the good news is that if you've been born a glass half empty, like myself, you have a great opportunity to expand your level of happiness and optimism by simply practicing some very simple techniques once you understand what your baseline is. And, uh, you know, most scientists in our industry would agree that there is a 50% genetic set point or predisposition for being one or the other. But the good news and the better news is that the other 50%, that plasticity level that we have, that uh, learning opportunity we have, can be engaged uh, by learning some tips and tools and techniques once it's assessed. And uh, at both of our websites, people can find lots of opportunities to develop uh, these strengths, and as a result, we have a 40% focus and capacity on uh, really stretching those skills by merely actions and behaviors we choose to engage in. And uh, once we know that, that 40% can really help us over the tipping point of happiness and create better satisfaction in our lives at work and at home. You know, that remaining 10%, well, that's situational, and those are things that we can't control. Nobody's going to wake up with the opportunity to control the mortgage rates or interest rates or gas prices, but, you know, those things will change. So the 10% is situational or circumstantial, and uh, those are just things we have to accept. We can't change. We can't uh, really impact, but the 40% of intentional activities and behaviors we choose to do make up big difference in our lives, and that's the muscle exercising uh, that we do uh, in the gym or, you know, the mental exercising we can do for ourselves that increases our capacity for better performance that makes us happier and better performers. So the good news is our set points can be stretched, and happiness, optimism, well-being are all catalysts for our own opportunities in life to be higher performers and better performers. And as you know, at the Excel Institute, where uh, both of us uh, practice uh, our craft and give away our tips and tools, uh, those things are so important to our overall satisfaction and well-being. And it's, uh, it's a great opportunity for folks to learn more by going to our website. Well, thanks, Kathy. Um, maybe you can say a little introduction about uh, Craig. And just a brief one, and then it looks like we'll go to our first break and we'll bring him on. 
That sounds great. Well, you know, I'm very fortunate. I have known Craig in a professional capacity now uh, since the late 1990s. Uh, Craig Dunleavy is a regional managing director for the Southeast region at Corn Ferry International, and he's based in Atlanta. Craig is a core team member and founding leader of the professional and IT services practice within the firm's global technology market sector. Mr. Dunleavy focuses on the recruitment of senior-level executives in professional services, including management consulting, financial advisory services, information technology, supply chain management, customer strategy, data management, and mergers and acquisition strategy and merger integration. And, of course, uh, he's done this since joining Corn Ferry in 1996 and entering uh, the executive search area since 1991. You know, before entering executive search, Mr. Dunleavy spent more than a decade in financial services. He was a a regional uh, manager and uh, influence uh, on uh, the industry. And uh, I think what's really important is that... um, he has worked for Chase Manhattan, First National Bank of Atlanta. Um, he was a commercial lending officer in the bank's national accounts division uh, in the western U.S. region. And, and Craig earned a master's in business administration from the University of Southern California, where he was elected to membership in Beta Gamma Sigma. He's a business school honor society member. And Craig received a bachelor's in economics from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, where he's also a member of the external advisory board of the honors program. So before we bring Craig on to the show, we're going to take a quick break. So don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform dr relly nadler and leaders playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint by the numbers process Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, Books and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. 
Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Today, we're talking with one of the senior partners from Corn Ferry, uh, Craig Dunleavy. And Craig, uh, we always want to check in just about some of your influences. So who have been some of the key people that's either been a uh, key influence or a leader in your life? Well, first of all, it's a pleasure to be here. And Kathy, great to, great to be with you again. I, as Kathy said, I've known her for a long time, and it's great to, great to be here on this show. Um, you know, when you start thinking about people influence your career, I, I, you know, obviously you've got to start with... Uh, uh, I guess my father played a major part of that in terms of getting me in a, more of a business a degree approach, going to MBA school, focusing on a career in business. I'd say there are probably three or four other people that really have impacted my career. One is a guy named Paul McKinnis, who actually recruited me into the search business many, many years ago when I was a, a, a regional managing director of the, of, the, of the Chase Manhattan operation in Atlanta. Uh, Paul was a, a longtime, well-respected local Atlanta search guy, and he recruited me into the uh, into the business uh, about 21 years ago. Another guy that uh, I would say has been very interesting and helpful to me is a guy named Alan Neely, who actually uh, brought me into the banking business. I've had two careers in my life. One is commercial and investment banking. The other one is executive search and talent management. And Alan got me certainly moving in the right direction with uh, with, with the banking industry and also recruited me into Corn Ferry about 17 years ago. So he's had a, a great influence on my life. And uh, I guess next would be uh, our CEO, Gary Bernison, who uh, is a CEO of Corn Ferry. And Gary's been a, a great uh, career advisor to me. He's been a counsel. He challenges me. I think he keeps me moving in the right direction. So I certainly uh, thank him for what he's done for me. And finally would be a woman by the name of uh, Carolyn Nahas, who is a, probably one of the leading uh, women uh, recruiters in the United States. Uh, Caroline was uh, was a major influencer of my decision to join Corn Ferry many many years ago. She runs the Los Angeles uh, platform for Corn Ferry and uh, has been with the firm for over thirty years and is one of the deeply respected people in our business. So those are the people that probably had the most influence on my life. You know, one of the things that I'm uh, very very pleased to say is that I think that Corn Ferry. And with your absolute uh, leadership, Craig, has really done such a fine job of not only becoming the world's greatest search organization and search engine, but 
you have a, a multifaceted approach now to the world of recruiting, and maybe you can talk a little bit about uh, that three-pronged approach before we get into why you got into sourcing and recruiting. You know, when I joined Corn Ferry uh, back in uh, 1996, it was primarily, almost exclusively, an executive search firm. It was the largest search firm at that point, still is. Uh, and I would say, as we moved into the, as we moved into the uh, the nine, in the uh, about 2000 2001, uh, we began to make some real investments in trying to build more of the science of search. We had a CEO at that point in time, Paul Riley, who also brought in Gary Burnison, who became our CEO after Mr. Riley, who, who basically felt that to differentiate Corn Ferry appropriately, we had to be more, we had to put more science into the art of search. And, uh, and we began to invest in building assessment capability. We built the, the framework, what is now called our leadership and talent consulting business, which has grown to a very sizable business. In fact, one of the largest talent consulting businesses in the world at this point. It's a major division of Corn Ferry. That would be the second, second piece of our, of our firm. We have, of course, the executive search business, which is our biggest engine. We have the leadership and talent consulting business. So, therefore, Corn Ferry has the ability to acquire talent and to develop talent. So, it, it gets us firmly ensconced in, in, uh, in the talent management space. The third leg of our business is, the, is what we call Future Step, which is really a recruitment process, outsourcing business, a workforce management business, and they do mid-level retained search. They bring the quality of a retained search firm into the mid-market, and uh, and that's a, that's also a fairly sizable business for us at this point. So that uh, those are the three legs, if you will, the three prongs that you made reference to. And the reason I'm so excited about that, Craig, you know, just on a personal note, is our listeners are not only executives in their own right, but many of them are in that leadership and talent consulting space. And so I think it's important for people to understand that Corn Ferry and your role in particular in finding great talent expands across that leadership development divide. And as you said, it is uh, it's certainly an organization that's getting a great reputation in the industry. And as a former you know, partner, partner executive myself at Accenture in a computer sciences corporation, I know that quite well. So I just want to keep that as a foundation for some of the things that you're going to talk about as we look more into um, the conversation about high potentials and future executives, which is where we should go now. So how did you get into this whole sourcing and recruiting industry from financial services. Well, you know, I decided at one point I, I didn't want to be an investment banker anymore. You know, I also didn't want to, at that point, live in New York. And, uh, and I, as I uh, decided that I wasn't going to stay with, the, uh, with my former employer at that point, the Chase Manton Bank, uh, because they were l- looking to reorganize and send us all to, uh, to New York City. And for family reasons I won't bore you with, I couldn't make the move at that point in time. The search firms kind of pulled a fast one on me. They began to recruit me into executive search. I'd never considered it. I'd always been impressed with many of the recruiters that I'd met. But as I began to think about it, I think it played to some of my strengths. It, w- it basically allows you in the highest form to leverage your contact network, which is what a banker, bankers are. I like to kid sometimes that bankers, uh, maybe when I was a banker, I was a mile wide and an inch deep, but I, I had a lot of contacts, and it certainly gave me the uh, the platform to to build strong relationships, in this case, in the southern part of the United States. Uh, search gives you geographic flexibility. I, 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 could, I could operate out of Atlanta, which is where I wanted to be based. 
search is um, you know search is ever changing. It's like the wind in Montana; it changes frequently. It's it's a it's it's, it's a highly highly energizing sort of profession. There's a correlation between how hard you work and how successful you might be. Uh, the impactfulness of what we do, uh, you know, I didn't even appreciate that until many years later. Uh, we really do change people's lives in our business. You know, as a, as a former investment banker and commercial lending officer, we could lend companies hundreds of millions of dollars, but money was kind of fungible. When you start bringing in a, a senior management team for a major company, that, that's a major impact on the future success of that company. So I've really enjoyed that aspect of it. And I think that, I guess that, uh, you know, I've always been fascinated by the human element of businesses and how that drives and aligns with their business strategy. So uh, those are some of the basic reasons. It's also a very entrepreneurial business, and, and uh, you know, human beings are very unpredictable, and even though we, we're trying to do our best to predict behaviors, um, it's a fascinating business, and it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be in many respects. Well, we know, uh, um, you know, how complex people are, and then you put them in, in different environments, and, <clears throat> and how stress then affects that. There's so many different dynamics. You know, it, what may be really interesting and helpful for our listeners, uh, Craig, is when you're looking for high potentials, you know, to be a possible future executive, um, I'm involved in a couple organizations that we're exactly doing that now. Is, is there, what's kind of the rule of thumb, you know, what, do you, what would you look for in high potentials who could move into some of the top positions down the line? You know, it, it of course, varies to a certain extent. Given any company that we work with may have different requirements and different cultural attributes that we're trying to, to align with. But there are some basic things we've learned, I think, at, at Corn Ferry over the years that that's kind of interesting and crosses, I think, a lot of different things we do. I would say learning agility is the, is the number one indicator of high potential uh, executives. And what I mean by that, I mean people that really have the, the capacity to learn new skills, they have a willingness to really learn from their experiences. They have the capacity to evolve their thinking. Uh, and I would say that that's probably, you know, the, the single most important thing that we that we try to assess for in many respects. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at when you look at learning agility, you also are looking at you're looking at a, a full continuum of things. You're looking at uh, you're looking at you know you're looking at mental agility. You're looking at change agility. You're looking at People agility. How well do you deal with? How well do you deal with people? So it really it really drives a lot of what we do. I would say that you know people that are that are agile and from a learning point of view, they they seek and have more experiences to learn from, uh, and they're really better and they upgrade their skill mix frequently. They they really perform better because they they incorporate new skills into their repertoire. Uh, they're resilient. They rely more on logic. They're cool under pressure, and they demonstrate, you know, agility with people, results, thinking, and change. And that's, that, that's what a lot of our assessment tools that we have at Corn Ferry are geared around trying to identify people that have learning agility. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by this uh, continuum. So we have learning agility, mental agility, change agility, people agility, and, you know, what Relly and I would call cool under pressure would be impulse control. And uh, when you talk about uh, the whole idea of results orientation and, uh, and doing that in our minds through, you know, an emotional intelligence uh, uh, kind of process, that, that's uh, doing it 
with regard for how it impacts other people. Uh, that's really fascinating, and I think the resilience piece uh, is a great foundation on which those um, agility components uh, are, are are based. So that was that was very powerful, Craig, and you, you did that with with uh, with great finesse, I have to say. You know, there's a couple, a couple of things that are very interesting. These are a couple of stats that I'll throw out that are top of mind. But, you know, 30% of high performers are high potentials, but 70% of high performers, if you will, are not high potentials. And I think, you know, another Can thing... Can you say that again? Yeah, yeah. It's kind, of, it's kind of interesting if you think about it. We we did some... We've done some analysis in our... I just remember something I had the pleasure of looking at recently, but approximately 20, 30% of high performers are high potentials. And that means basically 70% of high performers are not high potentials. We also found out that 7% of high potentials are not high performers, but 93% of high potentials are high performers. What it means is that a high performer is not necessarily a high potential individual. And that's the, that really gets into, Riley, some of the things that you do, I know, around EQ. Uh-huh. And I think that one of the things that we're really trying to focus on is self-awareness, and, and self-awareness is, is an important part of the, of the learning agility capability, if you will. And, uh, you know, I would say that, uh, you know, one of the things we probably will talk about later is what are the, what are the, what are the top leadership characteristics that drive uh-huh. high potential individuals, and I guess that, that varies. But basically, self-awareness are people who are really open enough to learn about themselves. And they, have lots of, they have lots of EQ, yeah. which, which is what you're obviously an expert in. Well, so just to kind of reiterate that, I know, Kathy, you and I, this is why we like doing the show, because we get all these stats and research from experts. Yeah, I, I'm an agile so, learner at the moment. <laughs> so just so we clarify that, and again, for our listeners, I think the bottom line is you said 93% of high potentials are high performers. This is just one. Keep in mind, this is just a, a one survey analysis. But yeah. I think we're trying to suggest, the, 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 the point I'm trying to make is yeah. that high performers are not necessarily high potential individuals yeah. and vice versa. But if yeah. you have that learning agility and, and the kind of aspects that we talked about, a lot of these competencies we'll talk more about, um, those are the key things that are going to allow someone to be a, a high potential and then, therefore, a um, high performer. That's exactly right. So we're going to go to a quick break. And what I'd like to do, with your permission, Craig, when we come back, is talk about how you have acted as a coach in the sourcing industry, because I know you've been certainly helpful to me uh, over the years, how you act as a coach and what kinds of skills you use to do that. Don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. 
Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic plays to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're having an engaging conversation with uh, Craig Dunleavy, senior partner at Corn Ferry International, really one of the top organizations in recruiting and also uh, talent development. And, Craig, before we left, we wanted to uh, ask you, so in what ways and how have you acted as a coach to support successful uh, win-win placement? Well, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it's important to know that we're, you know, we're not a, a coach in the classic sense. We're not career counselors. We deal at a very high level in our business. We're dealing with senior executives that are obviously on a path to – to a career that they've already solidified their positions in, uh, I guess I would say I'm more of a more of a an agent for support. Um, I think that the key way to ensure what we do, I think, as successful search consultants wearing the search hat for the moment, is that we are we 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 really need to keep people sort of on point. We we have to have great attention to detail. We have to keep our candidates prepared. We have to make sure that we deliver the client value proposition to our to our to our candidates. We have to be able to create differentiated, you know, uh, selling messages, if you will, for our clients to prospective candidates. Keep in mind that a lot of the most of the candidates that we deal with, most of them are gainfully employed. Most of them think they're happily employed. And the key is we come into their lives and we try to create a you know, a wedge, a value proposition that might get them to take a look at a new opportunity, a new situation. 
I think that, you know, we, we, you know, the key is, I think, I think I've been successful in certain areas with key, with key candidates because we've kept them very much prepped in terms of what they need to do to be successful when they go through a, a process with a prospective company that they're interviewing for. Uh, we have to make sure that we have a great knowledge of that company. We need to make sure that we convey that knowledge to our, to our, uh, to our candidates. Uh, so, you know, it's all about preparation. It's all about, it's all about positioning. In effect, we're, we're a facilitator, but we're not, we're not, at least what I do for a living on the executive search side, I'm not a career coach. I can tell you, though, that some of my greatest relationships, former candidates have become my best clients. Mm. Former candidates have become trusting, uh, you know, trustworthy sort of uh, relationships that we have developed over 15, 20 years in the business. You know you've arrived in this business when you have as much pleasure in watching somebody progress that you've placed than simply taking down an executive search and, and getting a placement. You know, we, we really are trying to position people for a long-term life journey, and I think for that, they, they come back to us, they trust us, and they, uh, in fact, they consult with us, even, even if another search firm might be doing a search and they go to another company down the road, they'll keep coming back to us because they trust us, and that, that's why I like this business. Well, and I, I have to uh, give you um, just a lot of accolades, Craig, for um, the coaching and the uh, advice that you provided throughout my career. And um, I know from firsthand experience, really, that uh, one of the things that Craig really excels in uh, are these emotional intelligence categories. And certainly you can hear in his voice the positivity, the optimism with which he handles even the subject. So, you know, let me uh, ask you a couple of other questions related Please. to this, uh, Craig. What, you know, what are the top three qualities uh, in, in kind of an assessment um, a phase uh, do you look for that helps you find the right people? And I'm referring to things like um, interpersonal skills. You know, uh, we talked a little bit about some of the character traits, um, but what might be the interpersonal skills that m- might be essential or the sales skills or the leadership skills or the operational skills or even the industry skills? You know, some of these are teachable and some of, the, some of these you just have to have as a foundation in order to move move forward as a high potential. And that's what we were talking about before with the statistics. So um, maybe you can just address that. What are some of the top uh, or what might be the top three qualities that you look for? Well, in in a way, we've we've, we've touched a little bit on that, and I'll I'll try to expand upon it. Uh, You know, our, our firm has a number of different assessment methodologies and tools that we use that play a very key role in evaluating differentiating talent. And uh, we use, uh, you know, we, we have our, you know, several proprietary tools like decision styles via EDGE. Via EDGE gets into learning agility. It really tests for learning agility. And, and again, learning agility uh, it really is, is, is a driving factor, as I said before. Um, it, it, playing off that is, is all these other things we talked about, you know, the tolerance for ambiguity, self-awareness, you know the, the mental agility, the people agility, the the uh, the, uh, the uh, change agility. These are all things that that, that that play off that. But I would say that that you know some of the things that I, I really look for in a candidate is is uh, 
you know, I, I guess is, is, you know, we're trying to get underneath the hood, and it really varies from situation to situation. You know, all these executives, for the most part, they were dealing with are highly successful individuals. They're all stellar in their own way. But are they, are they really the best fit for a client's needs, their strategy, their culture, and so forth and so on? So I would say that, uh, I would say that learning agility is still the number one, you know, indicator of that. I would say that we're looking at you know, the, the, the five facets of learning agility we talked about, we've already beat that to death. The mental, the people, the change, the results, the agility, and self-awareness. I would say that applied intelligence is another, you know, the, just the intelligence, the, the horsepower, the intellectual horsepower of a candidate is, is absolutely a key quality that we look for. And I would say finally would be the, the uh, you know, the ability to really, you know, I would say the tolerance for ambiguity. I want to hit that again because I do think that is, is incredibly important for any leader and ultimately the ability to communicate very complex matters with clarity, good listening skills. For somebody to be a good coach, they have to be a good listener. And, and obviously, we're looking for people that are results-oriented, they're success-driven, they're competitive. Some companies may put more of a weighting on business building. Some may put more of a weighting on P&L management. Some may be more uh, put more more on visioning skills, motivational skills. It really depends upon you know the situation that we may be involved with with a prospective client. You know, one of the things at least I didn't hear you say I know is because you're going through a long list, especially around the tolerance of ambiguity. Often, you know, people talk about from the self awareness their their kind of values, and you know, I love that metaphor of a of a compass. That when you get disoriented, you're kind of in an ambiguous situation. How do you reorient yourself? And and so, kind of knowing who you are and your values are always very important. But I'm sure that's that's something that's a part of your assessment, also. Yes, that's exactly right. And Craig, can you talk a little bit about some of the assessment tools used? I don't want you to give away anything proprietary, but correct me if I'm wrong. But Corn Ferry has probably one of the largest inventories and repertoires of assessment tools uh, as a recruiting organization uh, in the world? Well, I, I tell you, maybe a mark of a – my advice always in trying to be a good consultant is never overstep your reach a bit. I'm not – I'm officially on the uh, the Corn Ferry recruitment side of the business and not on the leadership and talent consulting side of the business. So I'm not a, a scientist to the extent that you are, Kathy, and, and Riley are, is – but I would say that we have, you know, we have we have several different assessment tools we use. We have uh, decision styles, via edge, choices architect. You're probably familiar with Hogan, uh, perspective, learning from experience. You know, we, we have we have several different tools we use. But the bottom line is that we're really trying to to uh, you know use this as a competitive differentiator for our business. You know, this business has become you know extremely. Uh, scientific. It, it, it's changed so dramatically in the 20 years I've been in it. You know, talent, if you really get behind the concept that talent really has the power to elevate select companies above their competitors, you know, you, you, you have to, we have to, we had to put more science into this business. When Paul Riley came to Corn Ferry in roughly 2001, I think that uh, he used to he used to kid that the difference between one of our competitors and Corn Ferry might be the we all we all have the same approach, the same process to delivering a search, that we had to find a way to put the Corn Ferry good housekeeping seal of approval on a candidate. 
which means we had to assess, assess them to the point that we could at least, you know, assessments are not pass-fail exams, as you know. They simply provide areas that we need to inquire more about so that we can align that with the best in class. Uh, you know, Corn Ferry has assessed over a million executives, and these are, these are individuals that are highly compensated executives, and therefore we have the ability to assess a candidate against the best in class by function, by industry, whether it be a CFO, a CMO, uh, a board member, or whatever, whatever you may, may, may have it. But uh, the reality is that that's, that's sort of how, that's how our business works. And what's interesting is that since I've been in the business, you know, assessment has been web-enabled into our core search process. When we, do, when we conduct a search for a, for a company, we actually put all of our candidates through an assessment tool. In this case, we use what we call decision styles, which is a core assessment tool, which really gives us the ability to benchmark that candidate against the best in class in their field or potentially against the company itself, what they consider to be the best in class within their own company. Anyway, I hope that helps. That's fascinating. I like the idea that you can actually benchmark someone as best in class even within their organization. That's a powerful assessment tool. You it know, is. We have so much to talk about in so little time, but we're going to come right back <laughs> after this break, so don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. 
Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with a senior partner from Corn Ferry International uh, about talent development, but also about recruiting. And earlier in the show, Craig, we talked about you know, what we're calling the brain drain with the baby boomers retiring and then the new generations coming in, um, one being a little less uh, numbers of people, at least gener- Generation X is so. I think Generation Y is a pretty big demographic. But um, what, are you, what are you noticing from your sense of recruiting people in, you know, about at least we talked about emotional intelligence and some of the differences that you're seeing with the baby boomers retiring and new people coming in? You know, it's, it, I would say that the uh, one of the things that is interesting about our business, I, I feel that despite the uh, the uh, onslaught of a lot of you know, social media tools and LinkedIn, Facebooks, and other things that uh, provide uh, uh, easy access to a research database of, of potential candidates, you know, I think the demographics of our business is very strong for the simple reason that. You know, we have this this baby boom generation, which is obviously retiring in um, in, in in great numbers. Even though some some baby boomers are, of course, flat, staying in, in in place longer than they might want, given economic considerations. But but clearly, there's, there's a huge opportunity to replace a baby boom generation through executive search placement, whatever you may call it. Um, you know, it, 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 I do I do think Riley that you mentioned that the uh, that the baby boomers. Uh, or excuse me, the uh, the Gen X, Gen Y, whatever. I, I would I would I do believe they have a lower, a little bit lower EQ. Um, they may even have a little less uh, penchant for for uh, for for action and uh, in business building. But I, I do think that you're finding that a number of these these the second generation, which is now becoming the you know coming into a position. Where they're being recruitable by top tier firms like Corn Ferry, meaning they're they're at a compensation range, a senior level uh, range, if you will, that makes makes it uh, uh, helpful for uh, for Corn Ferry to get involved in their lives or some other firm like ourselves. But I would say that uh, you know, I'm not sure that that I have a good handle on on what the you know what the differentials in the skills are. That that I, I'd leave that up to you and Kathy, given your your, your backgrounds and okay. analyze that dynamic. For for me as a search guy, it's a it's a it's a it's an awesome challenge to find the uh, the search for great talent continues on, and it's going to be even a bigger challenge for us in the future. I have a question for you, and then we can um, zero in because you you were working with someone and they get selected. What what kind of tips would you give them to have a successful placement, 
especially at a top level, you know, let's say in the first 90 days or so, like what, what should they do to make sure that this really works for them in their integration with the organization? Often I use that metaphor that kind of like a, if you've got a kidney replacement, the right. body itself wants to repel the kidney. And if you've got a high-level replacement in an organization, there's maybe a natural tendency to want to repel, repel that person. Um, what tips would you give that, that recruit to really make this successful? You know, it's uh, it's it's an interesting area of analysis. We we are we we call it sort of a return on investment of human capital investment. Uh, we're trying to shorten the transition time period of how long it takes a new leader, a new a new uh, hired executive, a new promotee to reach what we call the break even point. That's when they become a real value creator for a business, hmm. as as opposed to a value consumer of the business. And you can think about the impact that it has on the bottom line of a, of a business. If you can take an executive and make him a net com- contributor just three or four months earlier, how, you know, how that really impacts the future profitability of a company. Um, I would say, just from my experience, the most important thing is get in there and listen. Try to understand the internal politics. Don't come on too strong. Um, you know, basically, basically get networked into the company. That sounds pretty simplistic, but I got to tell you, um, that is the single most important thing. You got to, you got to, you got to pick and choose your time to, to sort of, uh, you know, move into the starting blocks, I guess, to a certain extent. Uh-huh. And I think that uh, too people, too many people try to do too much too quickly when right. they come into a company. Um, so so, anyway, so my that, key takeaway from that is when you're on uh, a professional search and you are being recruited. It's that emotional intelligence piece that is really key to creating a relationship because you don't want to go in there and oversell something they might not be looking for. I think that's well said. Yeah, and also, I think the integration of those first, you get someone with high achievement level, high initiative, just like you're saying, um, Craig, and they want to show, you know, this is a good hire, and you're saying, slow down, slow down, listen. Slow down and listen. That's exactly right, Riley. What are some of the metrics, like, you know, for return on investment? Like, what have you found that you could tell an organization that, you know, this person will start being productive and it will pay for, pay for the uh, this recruitment in X amount of months? What would you tell them? Well, it's not a perfect science, is it? <laughs> right, right. I mean, I'm not sure we, we, we can put the same uh, return on investment dynamics that we would have if we we're calculating an investment in, in a monetary sense. Yeah. But I, but I do think that there is a... There is a you know a time frame. There is a time frame for you know onboarding is also something that Corn Ferry prides itself in being able to do quite a bit. And uh, you know, as, from an executive search point of view, I think the key is is I circle back with these executives that I place on really an every thirty to sixty day basis for for the first six, for six months after I, we we place them into a client organization. And I think the um, I think the real key is is is, is just what I said. It, it's it's the networking. It's understanding the politics. It's understanding how to be complimentary. It's listening skills. It, it's showing EQ. You know, it, it's showing the ability to to uh, you know you, you're not going to. I mean, there are situations where you need to move pretty quickly. I'm talking about a more steady state situation. If you're getting into a turnaround company where we need some real action very quickly to turn the the, uh, the company around. Then, obviously, that might require 
a little more risk in just jumping in head first. But in, in, a, in a major, more stabilized corporate setting, um, you know, clearly it, it's, probably a, it's probably a three to six month period where I think executives begin to really have an impact. You know, we bring people into our firm. It probably takes three to six months for them to really get, get introduced appropriately, to develop the confidence, the network that they can, you know, that, that people will have in them and, and have the network they might have to be successful in our business. I think it applies to any business. Yeah, I would agree. And I, uh, Craig, you know, as I'm um, thinking about this before we forget, how would people reach out to you and contact you? Well, clearly, you can you can contact uh, any corn ferry. Corn ferry has many offices in almost every major city in the United States and around the world. And certainly, you can contact uh, you know the, the managing directors of the respective offices as as a starting point. I would guess. Is there a website uh, that people can go to to find those regional directors? Well, you certainly just, you know, www.cornferry.com, you bet. You can just simply go online, and Corn Ferry is certainly, uh, we have locations, telephone numbers for each of our locations around the world. So perfect. best way to do it, best way to do it. Thank you. I'm sure there are going to be uh, folks that have questions, and I'd like them to be able to go to at least the Corn Ferry website to get some initial information, and then if they feel they need to reach out, that's terrific. So, you know, this, is, um, this has been a very exciting conversation. Is there anything that you'd like to add that we might not have touched upon in, um, you know, in our discussion so far? Well, I would say one thing. You know, it's amazing how many companies, I would say, a rough estimate, probably two-thirds of, of global companies don't really have a discipline or, or meaningful process in place of finding and nurturing their next generation of executives. And I think that's, that's why our firm sees a clear market opportunity to, uh, to bring these integrated solution offerings together to, uh, to marry the, the acquisition of talent with the development of talent. And I think there's, a, there's an exciting new space being developed right underneath us. It's called talent management. And, uh, you know, talent management's not HRIS. It's not, it's not necessarily org design. It really gets into leadership and people development. And that's, uh, that's clearly how, you know, we're approaching it. And, and we, we, we think there's a terrific opportunity, not only for our firm, but other firms, to, um, to help companies get a quicker and faster return off their, uh, you know, companies are going to, companies are, tr- are spending more money, more time today, I think, trying to nurture and develop, trying to do more with less, unfortunately. And I think they're going to spend more time and effort thinking about how they can nurture and develop their talent. And that's, that's the space we're going to play in. Well, that, that's fabulous. You know, you've been listening to Craig Dunleavy here on Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with Dr. Relly Nadler and myself, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. We want to thank you all so much for tuning in to tune up your leadership performance. And remember to excel your life. Visit us at www.excelinstitute.com where emotional engagement meets performance. Thanks, Craig. We enjoyed having you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Craig. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.